0: Welcome to Keep Calm and Homeschool On. I'm your host, Rebecca, from homeschoolon.com, homeschool mom of five young children, and I was homeschooled myself. That's a lot of the word homeschool in there. So hopefully you know the topic of what this podcast is now that we've said that eight billion times. And uh, today's actual topic, we don't have one. There is no topic. I have been sitting here staring at my computer for about... 15 minutes trying to decide on a topic thinking about different angles I could take and all the different things I could talk about and I've decided to just start so I actually am gonna name this after it's done when I decide what it shall be but at this point it's gonna be a rambling I don't know, rabbit trail of some kind. So if you are interested in taking a rabbit trail of various different homeschool thoughts, what's on my heart and my mind lately, then you know, you'll you'll want coffee. You'll definitely want coffee for this one. Coffee, tea, something hot or something sweet. I mean, let's just pull out the chocolate, that hidden stash of candy for your kids that you're not ever gonna give them. I mean, go and get it now and let's get started. It's 11 15 p.m. and my kids are asleep finally. You know one of the great things about summer is that it's a light out for longer. Now we live in the north, the great white north, where thankfully we did not have snow on May long weekend, but it is, it is so bright here. It is, there's like a moment, summer solstice, where we get like two hours. It's like the sun just sets and then it's rising again. So for us, this means like sun, sun, sun. No one wants to sleep, guys. No one's sleeping. So my daughter these days is staying up till 10, 1030. And the thing is, is I'm allowing it because the girl has discovered my weak spot. She offers to clean in exchange for staying up late. She doesn't offer to clean any other time of the day. No. When I actually need her to clean, it's eye rolling. It's flopping like a fish. All sorts of things happen. But at night when I'm like, go to bed, what if I clean? Well, let's not kid around if you clean you can stay up all night if if you want I mean you could you could be a night owl you could just be up during the night and and you know be nocturnal I don't know whatever my house is getting cleaned go with it guys so she stays up now very very late and my son is taking my courses so he's starting a blog and now that he's a blogger he's decided that he works at night like his mom does because that's what the cool kids do guys they work at night so anyways my kids are up and I almost went to bed at nine o'clock I was so tired tonight I'm laying in my bed of course you can't you can't sleep they're running around like a bunch of wild monkeys my daughter came running into my room she's five and she came running and she said mom don't forget you promised that if our room was clean that you would read us a story (sighs) yeah yeah I did promise that Mommy's just gonna peel herself out of her bed and come over and do that right now. You guys, it's it's tough. Bedtime is tough. Bedtime is one of those things that if we want to talk about Rebecca's biggest failures, that's definitely one of my biggest failures somehow for our entire parenting journey. And it's not just me. It's my husband too. It's like we should balance each other out. That should happen. Maybe before you get married, if there's any kids listening to this, you know, that should be a question you ask. Do you do bedtime or do you clock out and and just get really lazy at night? Because if you both clock out, that's a problem because when... When it comes to like six o'clock, dinner's done, I'm out. I'm like, Kate, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm just go to bed. And of course my kids can't go to bed at six o'clock. So I kind of just survive and try not to lose my mind until it's bedtime. But then when it's bedtime, it's like go to bed. Go to bed. And of course my kids come out eight billion times. I mean, you know the drill. You guys are parents, you get it. It's that like they need the water. They have to poo. Really? Do you hold your poo and tell bedtime? Like, is this what we do now? This is what we do now. So everybody has to. I mean, we have three bathrooms, but I'm telling you those bathrooms are full with children who've all just trained their internal clock to go poo at bedtime. So, you know, then there's the teeth, and then they they need another cup of water. Then I forgot to pray for no bad dreams, and in and out, and in and out, and in and out. My five-year-old is is quite the character, as you're going to know through this, I don't know, the journey of following me. But anyways, her name is Janiyah, and one of the things she consistently comes out with is... <laughs> Oh man, it's it's funny. Anyway, she comes out a lot and she tells me that can I come and close her curtains. Her curtains are open and she gets scared. And so, you know, it's like people tell you and you see it in other people. Like your kids are playing you. I know they're playing you. Like people wake up like your kids are so easy to see like you are blind and and you think you know I'm sure there's some things with me but I think I'm pretty good like I think I catch most of it I actually know when my kids are manipulating me and I know they manipulate me a lot and sometimes I'm just like heck yeah okay, can you clean? I know I'm being manipulated, but I want the cleaning. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for it. Right? So most of the time I feel like I'm aware. I, I was that way as a child. I was maybe a little bit manipulative and learned the ins and outs and and made things work for me. And so I I actually respect that in my kids. I think it's going to be one of their greatest strengths. And so I, I know it and I recognize it, and I choose whether I will let it go or whether I won't. But with her, for some reason, for months, this has been going on, and I just did not clue in at all. So I don't even remember who was here. Somebody. And it was my mom or something, and she was talking, and she just said, Mom, you know that I open my curtains at night just so you'll come in and close them. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, is this... Is this what you are doing? Are you really that conniving? You're five years old. Like what is happening? So anyways, you know, the bedtime routine. So they come in, they come out, they come in, they come out. And so now I'm, I'm working on it. I was just telling my husband today, we were just, we were snuggling, Okay. We do that. We snuggle, and we're snuggling, and you know the kids come, bang, 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 and there's some tragedy, and someone's hurt, and they're fighting, and we're just like, go away, and we're we're just we're, we're embracing time together where we can just not even think or talk. It's it's beautiful, and and one of the things I said to him was, babe, we suck at bedtime. He killed himself laughing. He thought that was hilarious. He's like, yeah, we do. Let's just, let's own that. Let's just run with it. I'm like, no, let's not run with it. Like we suck at bedtime. Our oldest is turning 12 this year. I mean, our years to get this right are fast diminishing. We don't have a lot of time to figure this out. And, and, and as soon it's going to get to the point where bedtime, it's not even going to exist. I mean, he's just going to stay up all night. He's, he's not even going to listen to us when we say to go to bed. So we have like this, this tiny little window to figure out if we're going to be those parents who actually care about bedtimes and have the bedtime routine and read to our kids and and you know invest that time and and love them enough to not be lazy so as much as I'm you know being a little bit facetious and maybe sarcastic in this moment this is something that's on my heart this is something that I feel strongly about that I'm wrestling with that I'm not even wrestling with it I've known for a long time I suck at it and I need to work on it but you know it's it's evening i'm done i'm done i always have things that i would rather be doing than some bedtime routine like really but but i do know that this is something that needs to change so this is something i'm working at if you're wondering what's happening in rebecca's life in homeschooling well we'll talk about that next but but in in just parenting and just being a mom right now what i am working on is bedtime so i clean my daughter's rooms room. I only cleaned one of them. The other one, I'm just trying not to look at, but it took me, it took me a full day, guys. I was going to take a picture, but then I thought that somebody would say something really mean, and so I decided not to, but it was bad. It was really bad. Um, they're five and seven, and so there's food and, and crumbs and tons of toys and so many school supplies. Are you doing school in your bedroom? No, you're not. You're packing bags, so many bags and little baskets and bins and and kitchen containers filled with school supplies. Like, I don't understand. So I finally called everybody in there. All five kids were helping me because I needed runners like take this here, take this there. Like there are little hoarders. They're hoarders. So I made their room all nice. I washed their sheets. And I made their beds for them tonight. Climbed up on the bunk bed. And, you know, and then I read them a story. And and this is the second night now, guys. I mean, it takes 21 days to make a habit. So I feel like I'm well on my way, right? Someone tell me, yeah. (sighs) So that was the first important thing to talk about, bedtime. Which has nothing to do with homeschooling. But everything to do with being a mom. All right, let's move on. Homeschooling. What's my thoughts right now? Where am I at? What what is burning on my heart? Well, definitely the fact that homeschooling is not happening. Let's just call that right now. Just full disclosure. I am not homeschooling right now. Um, I am printing off stuff and going live every day talking about this Build Your Bundle sale, which is all-consuming right now in my life. Once I'm finished with that, I'm literally... It ends on Wednesday, and Thursday morning at 5 a.m., I fly out to Denver to speak. So... I told my kids, I promised them that when I get back, we are gonna get into routine and and it's gonna be really, really great. Some of you listened to my my podcast where I was talking about can you homeschool without books and was talking about this wholly holy, totally <laughs> don't podcast at eleven twenty-five PM, just in case you are wondering. Um, so this totally different routine schedule I don't know life that I was considering bringing in unschooling and and just trying to work out what this was going to look like oh my goodness like I feel like I need tea but it's it's gone and it's not here so we're gonna take deep breaths guys we're gonna take deep breaths um so I feel like I have finally kind of decided what that's going to look like and for us right now where it stands and I still don't know exactly what that looks like with curriculum that's my next thing to figure out but for the schedule what I'm thinking is Monday, Wednesday, Friday are school days. And we are going to do school those days and, and I'm going to do like morning book work and then afternoons we're going to do like nature studies and, and you know lots of outside or tea times or that kind of thing. Tuesdays, I'm gonna try to make my errand day. So that's gonna be for violin or for extracurricular or for meal planning. I'm gonna try to fit our co-op in on that day and that's just gonna kind of be the day that we leave our house and we don't come back. Thursdays and Saturdays are gonna be my work days full-time work. I'm unschooling on those days. My kids will be outside. They won't be doing a single thing. I may, I may make them do math and reading. Maybe if I can get it to work in a way that doesn't take any of my time, but I really want to be able to just focus on work so that I don't have to work the rest of the week. So that's my goal for that. And then Sunday, I am really going to try to make a day of rest because i I know it's important. I, I know that I need it and yet it's just not happening. I am go, go, go without stop. There is hardly time to eat food. There is hardly time to go to the bathroom. There are days that I have to pee so bad and I literally hold it for maybe an hour because I just don't want to stop what I'm doing to get up and go to the bathroom. Like, It's bad guys, it's really bad. So I feel like as homeschool moms, first of all, we suck at self-care, like we really suck at it. And we make the jokes, we make all the jokes where we're like eating the chocolate and we're like self-care, no, that's that's not self-care. That's self-destructive, is what that is. That's actually ruining yourself right there. That's going to be a pimple in the morning. But, you know, we do it, we laugh because we're surviving and we just need someone to laugh with us so we don't cry. So I get that. There's no judgment coming from me. If you are brand new to my podcast, I usually do have like a little bit of a topic that I'm talking about. I'm usually not as ranty. But but I definitely am real. And I definitely am not, I'm not reading off a script. I have no paper in front of me. I'm staring at my screen, waving my arms like a crazy person. And, and there's no judgment. In fact, you're probably going to judge me. I should call it the Judger's Podcast. Not that I am judging you, but that I'm—I'll just be the person that you can judge because I am sometimes the hot mess mom. Sometimes all, actually means always, um, and people don't like that term. I mean, they judge me for using that term. They're like that is is putting a negative spin on the fact that why do we have to say hot mess? Like I don't like you know whatever. It's it's okay. You cannot like it, and and I'm not saying that I'm settling with being somebody who doesn't have it together obviously i'm trying to get it together okay i'm i'm coming up with schedules and routines and plans and the best laid plans of Mice and men often go awry. That's the one quote I remember from high school. But anyways, I'm working at it. I'm a work in progress. I'm not content with where I'm at. I'm always aiming for better and more and trying to be the best I can be for my kids and the best I can be for my husband. But it doesn't diminish the fact that I am the mom that will be late. I am the mom that you don't want to see how my kids dress. Like, If anybody actually listens to my podcast that knows me in real life, I feel like there isn't anyone. But if there was, if there was anybody that actually knows me in real life, they would be the first to tell you, I am worthy of judgment. Okay. I really, really am. I feel actually super judged a lot of the time, not going to lie. And this is, this isn't now being facetious and sarcastic. It's hard to tell on a podcast, but this is just real. I I was writing a, a newsletter this morning that's going to be hitting your inbox probably before you listen to this podcast episode about, and I'm going to try to write actually newsletters every day now and just do just do like a little tiny snippet, sometimes devotional, sometimes rant, sometimes just what's on my heart, sometimes just, you know, just encouragement, encouragement, tidbits, real life, just pieces, short and and more often. And um, anyways, so I'm changing things up. So this morning I am going to be sending out one and it's about loneliness and talking about how you can even be surrounded by people. You can have the biggest homeschool community. You can have a supportive family. You can have tons of friends. You can have a church. Feel comfortable in and still feel lonely. Because loneliness is about being the only person on the hill. Loneliness is about feeling like you are judged, you are set apart, you are unheard, or unvalued, or unwanted. Do you know how often I feel unwanted? Like a lot, a lot by people close to me, by people not close to me. Sometimes I feel like I walk into a room and, and either I'm only wanted for one thing or I'm, I'm not wanted at all. I'm, I'm just, I'm just a, a big pain in everyone's butt because they know who I am or what I represent or like, I, I feel judged and in judged very, very lonely, very set apart, very, um, very alone. I feel very alone a lot of the time. I think there's very few people that understand my life. And God has been really good to me because he has given me, especially in these past few years, some really good friends that, that, that get me. They're my tribe and they understand who I am. Maybe not every aspect of my life, but they understand who I am deep down inside who I am and love me for it. And I actually have just really not had that before, other than family, other than my mom or my sisters. I have not really ever had that before. So it's just, it's unique. And and I know that God has done that for me in this season because the fact that I feel very alone, very ostracized, it's, it's, it's really quite a unique feeling, you guys, to be both known... And yet unknown so much at the same time. And so so I'm in this kind of this season in my homeschool of and, and in my own journey and, and it, as a blogger, but also personally of trying to decide now what I'm supposed to do, how I can walk the walk that I'm supposed to walk. And I can be the person that I know I've been called to be and identifying who that is because I'm still learning who I'm supposed to be in every moment, in every situation and and how I can give God the glory in everything. And yet how I can, how I can also walk this out in, in a public way, which I do. And, and you know, like it's, it's so difficult sometimes. So here I am kind of trying to figure out my vision for homeschooling and my vision for curriculum and and everybody I know kind of maybe wants certain things for me. I know there's curriculum companies that maybe want certain things for me. I feel like I disappoint people. I feel like I let people down and and I'm trying to make the best decision for myself so I don't go crazy. I'm trying to make the best decision for my kids so that they don't go crazy and who here knows that those are two very different things. You know, your kids maybe would love all the hands-on project-based stuff, but but you would die, right? That's me. I would just die. So do they want mommy dead? I feel like no. So in order for mommy to be alive, I mean, it's, it's like compromise. Mommy will live and you will do worksheets. I mean, we have to have a little bit of both. So although I value this, this experiential based learning, I also value being more Than a mom and and i know even in that that i'm gonna be super judged because there's a lot of people that that really hits hard and and i i really want to make clear the fact that by saying that i'm not saying that i think you need to be more than a mom i've written posts before about why isn't being a mom enough that i'm um that that whole idea of just a mom and how much i so disagree with it when my little girls are like i want to be a mom i'm like yeah yeah, that's pretty much the hardest job you could ever choose. So I'm really, really passionate about that. But God has always, 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 always deep within me, I am the most driven, passionate, intense person that you will probably ever meet in your life. And I have never been content with even just one thing. I am I am always pursuing more. And I, I want to be the best mom I can be. And I don't want to to sacrifice what God has given me in motherhood in order to run after business because I'll have time when my kids are grown and gone. I know that. I know that, but I also know that in this season, God has given this to me and that he has blessed it, that he has given me permission. Maybe he hasn't given you, or maybe he has, I don't know, but I know for me in this season, he has given me permission and he has actually given me a, a calling to use what he has given me, this blog, this platform, and to run with it. And so so it's it's really just just A unique situation to be in where I am trying to find this balance like I said with bedtime with with I want I don't want my kids it's you guys the time is so short it's so short they are growing so fast the moment until they leave this house is like just a blink away I'm coming into teenage years now teenage years I am not ready. I am not ready for girlfriends and boyfriends and driver's licenses. And like, I am so not ready for all of this. And, and soon in a matter of years, they're not going to want to come hug me. They're not going to want, you know, like it changes you guys. It changes so fast and I don't want to lose this little bit of time I have. I know how critical it is. I know the value of it. I will not sacrifice my family for the sake of work or ministry, it comes first. It comes first. But ultimately, I also have to submit to what God is calling me to do. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now, trying to find this balance both in my personal life, in my spiritual life, in my ministry, which is this blog and this platform and all the different needs it has for me. in in books I want to write, in projects I want to do, in everything. My marriage, my friendships, sometimes saying no to things that I just, I feel so terrible sometimes saying yes to things that I don't have time for because I know it's important. And ultimately, following the Holy Spirit in everything he tells me to do. Even if it seems crazy, even if it seems like it goes against what I value, you know, sometimes it's, I want to spend time with the kids, with my family. And, and I know that I have to do this and I know that I've called to do this. And so I sometimes have to even, even do what I know I've been called to do. It's if, if it's letting go of something that I think is really important. And so it's, it's this season of identifying what God has for me and not just a season of it. It's a daily moment by moment of that. Every moment, every day, every, every minute of every day saying, what now? What do you have for me now? Should I go out to this thing or should I not? Should I work? I have so many ideas in my head of things for my blog or books I want to write. And and what about now? Is this a season for this? Should I pursue this? Should I respond to this? Should I take this opportunity? Should I decline this opportunity? What should I do with my kids today? Should this be a homeschool day? Should this be a work day? Um, and what do you want to see for my homeschool God? Like what is your vision for my homeschool? Where do you want to take this? And so, constantly being led a spirit led homeschool where I am letting him decide not just that, but every aspect of our family, every aspect of, of me as a parent and me as a wife and me as a friend and all of those things, bringing him in to absolutely everything, absolutely everything. So that's my passion and my heart right now. And it's, it's not one thing that I can sit down and talk about. I still don't know what I'm going to title this podcast episode. It is it's a jumbled mess inside my head that I'm still processing. I know you guys were like, "Can we have an update?" Well, the update is obviously rabbit trails because you know I have more direction than I did last time, right? So, now I'm I'm kind of nailing down curriculum is next, and then it's going to be summer. And so then we're going to have to decide what our summer schedule is going to look like because I know that things will change, but honestly, even in the summer, I I really want to continue school. And and so I know I'll have flexibility. If we're going to go camping or something, we'll say, okay, we're going to just do that. And, and we're going to hit pause. We're going to kind of loop almost with this schedule. So we can hit pause and, and still go back to that when we come back. But I still want to continue with this kind of this kind of schedule and routine that we will do with school and work and and also bringing in what I actually really do value, which is unschooling. I really value unschooling. And I have seen so much fruit from that in my kids' lives even when I do absolutely nothing. You know there's intentional homeschooling where you're like, "What are you interested in? Let's run with that and do a unit study and and I'll get books from the library and you're like, "That's amazing." Yeah, unschooling like that, you rock. But then there's the unschooling where it's like radical unschooling where you're like, hey, I'm going to sleep for 12 hours and, and my kids are going to live. I mean, not that we actually sleep for 12 hours, but but you just you do something else and your kids do what they do. And that you look at, for the most part, people do, and they look at and they judge and they think, well, that's just lazy parenting. And I don't agree with that. Your kid's not learning anything. I've had seasons where I have been so consumed with work that I have totally done the radical unschooling. Nothing, no school happens. The kids are outside, the kids are fighting, the kids are making messes, the kids are playing airplane. The kids, we go to the hairdresser, boom, they're playing hairdresser. We go to the doctor, oh, they're playing doctor. I mean, they're just, their imaginations run wild. They do all sorts of different things. I don't even know what they're doing because I'm in my basement working. And so I have had whole seasons like that. And at the end of seasons like that, sat down with my child. I was just doing this with Aaliyah, years old tonight and I'm reading her this lift the Flat* book that's way too advanced for her and she's like can I read it well yeah sure you can but can you And yeah, she can, she can read it. I mean, there's a couple words she needed help with, but her reading is advanced. I haven't been sitting there reading with her hours a day. She hasn't been sitting there reading hours a day. They're growing, they're developing, they're learning, even just in living life. So I have confidence that blending this, okay, we're going to do school and it's going to keep things going, but also having some space for them to have their passions and their interests and, and to grow and develop and learn learn through play and life and, and relationships with one another that there is value in that and that we can have this homeschool that will combine those different passions and values that we have as a family that I have from my own experience being homeschooled, and from what I have seen in my kid's life. So that is kind of where I'm at right now with everything from bedtime and my day and how exhausted I am to, you know, talking about where I'm at in my head and my heart when it comes to our homeschool and our schedule and routine and, you know, it's basically a hot mess. I mean, we talked about a lot of things today, guys. There's a lot of rabbit trails. I don't even, I don't even know. I'm I'm not even going to try. I think I'm just going to call it the rabbit trail podcast. I actually think I will. So hopefully you got some value out of it. Hopefully you just enjoyed having a discussion with me, a rant discussion. That's what we'll call it rant discussion. Um, so I so would love to hear your thoughts on this, you guys. You can go to homeschoolon.com forward/podcast, find this episode and you can comment on it. and I would be so encouraged by that actually. I you have no idea. How encouraged I am by every email I get, by every message I get, by every review I get or or rating I get on this podcast, by every comment I get, I know I don't always have time to respond. It's actually rare that I have time to respond and I feel terrible about that. I wish I had an entire team of people, which most bloggers my size do. Most bloggers way smaller than me do. They have VAs, they have people working for them that are responding to their comments, that are emailing people back and managing their business I don't I don't and so it's just it's just me it's just me hot mess mom just raising her kids making a mess trying to clean her house and and you know still be present and so I don't always respond but I read it I read it, and I am encouraged. I get ideas from your guys' responses. When you comment, when you share what you love, what you don't love, what you're struggling with, it gives me ideas for these podcasts, so I don't have to sit here for 15 minutes staring at my screen wondering what I'm gonna talk about. I want to create value for you. God has told me this is my ministry, so let it be what you need it to be. Let it be what is relevant to you. Let it be what is right now in this season, today, what you need to hear. And so I pray, I ask him, give it to him and I'm trusting that this rabbit trail because I did do that tonight was what you guys needed to hear. But but I still would love to hear from you and take what you need and turn that into content that that is going to bless you and encourage you. So whether you see that show up in my newsletter, whether you see that show up in my podcast, I mean, it's going to show up somewhere. And I am so encouraged. You have no idea how encouraging it is to just hear back from you guys, to know I'm not just waving my hands and talking to my white shiplap wall, because sometimes it feels like that. So I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you want to hear. You can email me Rebecca at homeschoolon.com. You can subscribe to my newsletter on my website, homeschoolon.com. You can follow me anywhere on social media. I go on Instagram a ton and that's where I'm kind of fun and real and ridiculous. I go live on Facebook and give you inside looking curriculum. I have tons of videos there and I've got lots of stuff on YouTube now with inside look that's way better quality. So if you want actual, good reviews and inside look at curriculum you can find that there and um, otherwise if you guys were interested in that build your bundle sale that's going on I would love you can support me by shopping my link and that information is also on my blog I will make sure in this podcast episode to link all of that information if you're listening to this down the road no worries it's done but I still hope that you were encouraged by this and I will be live again I'm going to be in Denver over the weekend and I don't get back till midnight Sunday night. So I may not be live till Tuesday, but I will try to go and do another podcast next week. So stay tuned, be blessed, be encouraged and keep calm and homeschool on.